When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Alrighty. Hope everyone is doing good. Welcome to the Barcelona Blog podcast. My name is Josh. So Barcelona are returning from international break. Uh, their first match is Monday, April 5th. Uh, and then we will officially be uh, tomorrow, the third, a week out from El Clasico. Um, after that, a week out from the Copa del Rey final. And then after the Copa del Rey finals, really when Barcelona can kick into high gear. Well, I mean, they have two matches in La Liga before that. But obviously, the biggest match of the season is really May 9th against Atletico Madrid. Uh, that's the match that will likely determine whether or not Barcelona have a chance to come atop La Liga or not. And that is just over a month away. So a lot of key matches for Barcelona coming up. Uh, let's hit some news. Messi, apparently, again, Everything right now is according to reports. Uh, made a list of demands for Barcelona. He wants three things, according to this report. He wants a marquee signing. Uh, the way it was phrased had something to do with Eric Garcia is acceptable and Erling Holland is also there. I Obviously, he would prefer Erling Holland, not over Eric Garcia because Eric Garcia is already coming, but uh, he wants some sort of marquee signing. I don't know if a mix of Eric Garcia, Memphis Depay, and Wijnaldum is enough to satisfy that. Uh, but Barcelona are certainly going to try for Erling Holland, which we'll talk about in a minute. The second thing that Messi quote-unquote demanded was a continued trust in the youth. So he obviously has great connections with Pedri, Ansu Fati when he is on the pitch. Uh, and the trust that Ronald Koeman, to his credit, uh, for... I say to his credit, so maybe to his, uh, maybe he just had to because of the squad depth, but I also, I, I do think he has, Kuman has placed an emphasis on making sure the youth get experience in these big matches. And it's also super nice when your youth repays you in the way that Pedro and Ansu Fati have. So he wants a continued trust in the youth. And the third thing Messi apparently wants is a direct line of communication with executives at the club. He apparently likes kind of the open door, open relationship he has with Ronald Koeman, and he wants to see that continued at the top of the club, which, you know, totally, totally fair and to be expected. Uh, to, to be honest, those aren't that big of demands. Like if I'm Barcelona and that's actually true and 
all we have to do is make sure our transfer looks our transfer window looks somewhat good. Uh, there was a report that Manchester City have quote pulled out of the messy race. I I don't know if they were ever really like all that in it. I think it's still kind of a PSG or he stays at Barcelona. Uh, it's looking more and more likely, in my opinion, that he stays at Barcelona. Uh, so speaking of the guy that Messi considers a marquee signing, I think that all of us consider kind of the marquee signing for the summer, Erling Holland. So the Norwegian striker, his uh, his agents and his father, met with Barcelona. Uh, I, I want to say they met with uh, Juan Laporta and like a right-hand man. Uh, the sport report says uh, Edward and they met. Let's see. I'm sorry. I'm reading this report kind of as I go. So they met like today or yesterday. Sorry. The report was yesterday. Um, I don't really know. Obviously, we don't know what the meeting was about uh, in terms of like what they couldn't have just like talked about over Zoom. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> like, hey, we'll pay him well. Uh, we just have to like the biggest thing with Holland, right, is how Dortmund interact with this whole transfer window, because there's also been reports that he's only interested in going to Real Madrid or Barcelona, despite the interest that Manchester City have. And there's just not there. I don't foresee a transfer of like 100 plus million euro happening this summer. And the quotes from Dortmund's side have been like, we know what we want, blah, blah, blah. He's going to stay. If I'm them and I don't get a massive transfer haul this summer because of kind of the economic situations that a lot of these clubs are recovering from, I just ride it out another year. Now, the, the big question is, is whether a 19-year-old like Erling is going to put his foot down, whether he has the clout to put his foot down at this point in his career. That remains to be seen. The, the important thing is that Barcelona do seem to be in the mix. And like we've talked about before, a player like Holland, if if that sort of production that we see at Dortmund translates well to La Liga and translates to Barcelona, they're going to be a force. Like that's what they're missing right now. And yes, there's there's other pieces that need to be um, there's other aspects of the team that need to be improved upon and maintained, uh, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, but. A guy like Holland, a body like that in the box is just what Barcelona need. I think it'll free up space for... It obviously frees up Messi a little bit more. It clearly frees up Griezmann, in my opinion. And it allows for just a more classic Barcelona attack like we like we miss. And that's where, that's where I think a guy like Braithwaite has helped a lot is he adds a different element to Barcelona's attack that they don't really have on a consistent basis when it's Messi and Griezmann out there. Um, so we're just gonna have to wait for Holland, like whether or not Dortmund are going to cave is going to be like a, we'll be talking about it till the last day of the transfer window in all likelihood. It seems like if I had to guess, I would say they don't, I would say they hold out for another year. He's so young. Um, PK. So he apparently is aiming for a classical return. So that would be a week from tomorrow. Like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, his return would be huge. I think we saw. I want to say he was back for the PSG match. I'm having trouble remembering now. But in the, like the one or two matches he was back, like he certainly didn't look there fitness-wise. Like he looked a little bit sluggish, and I don't know if that's age or just him being out. 
but his presence on the pitch was felt like you could see him directing people. He was loud as all get out in that PSG match and his presence on the pitch definitely helps Barcelona's defense at this stage. So a return for Classico would be huge. You know, he's going to do everything he can to be back for that. The biggest thing is you just don't want to rush him back because for that last month, you're going to really need, <laughs> you really need a guy like PK out there. And so the Classico is clearly important, but you don't want to risk hurting PK even more just because the defense is already kind of shaky enough. Um, the last thing I, I do want to call out, uh, Jason Pettigrove wrote a great article for BarcelonaBlogarnas.com talking about, uh, let me see if I can find it so I can get the title right. Uh, Barca won't have learned any lessons if Aguero and Wijnaldum end up on the payroll. Too old, too costly. So I have to say that this is a really, I, I really enjoy the call out here. So some of the players like we've talked about that have been reported on previously, like, you know, the five players or six, whatever that Barcelona are interested in this summer. Uh, a few of the names that have popped up on there, obviously Memphis Depay and Eric Garcia. I think those two are kind of not guarantees, but uh, Garcia certainly is kind of a guarantee at this point, but I would assume Depay is coming in. Uh, the Aguero and Wijnaldum problem that's presented interesting, an interesting, like, I guess problem is the right word. Like Barcelona have this, these two guys that are clearly, they have connections to Barcelona, right? Like Wijnaldum with Ronald Koeman uh, from the Dutch national team. Aguero has that connection with Messi. But like Jason says in his title, if those two guys end up on the payroll, they're going to be a little bit pricey, although not as pricey as a current star. Like they've both kind of earned their cash. Uh, Aguero would be 33 by the time he suited up for Barcelona. Uh, Wijnaldum is aged. And I just don't necessarily see where those two fit in terms of... Like Messi talked about an emphasis in youth, right? Like if you bring in a Wijnaldum, you bring in an Aguero who like can, yes, they can be very, very good players on a day. Uh, but with injury problems, especially for Aguero... I'm honestly not sure about when Aldum's injury history as of late. I do think that it would be a mistake to bring those two in. And uh, the way that Jason presents it, that they wouldn't have learned any lessons if they end up on the payroll is, I think, a really a really smart way to put it. Uh, go check his article out, barcelonabogranas.com. He dives into that, the problem that Barcelona faced with these two in detail. Uh, so... That's kind of all I got. There wasn't a ton that happened over the international break. I would say Antoine Griezmann looked really good for France. I don't know if any of you caught um, some of the France matches. I think I watched one of them. I can't remember who they were playing, but uh, Griezmann scored a goal. Dembele looked pretty good. So that's good, you know, maybe a little boost from those two guys. Other than that, uh, hope you have a good weekend. Barcelona are back on Monday, and Classico is eight days away. So, yeah. Hope everyone has a good one. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you aren't. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Overcast. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks.